Welcome back to Short Shifts from the Hockey Think Tank podcast. I'm rearing and ready to go. Just scared Vex on the other side there. I am Tolf. I am your leader on this journey. I, I am Tolf. <laughs> yeah, that's my name. I am Groot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my name is Telfer Scott. I reside in Libertyville, Illinois, and uh, I'm excited to share this 10 minutes with you and my cousin co-host of the podcast, Jeffrey Lavecchio. He has no idea what the topic is going to be. We've probably already wasted almost a minute of our 10 minutes, but 10 minutes are on the clock. Vex, I have a topic for you. Should you choose to accept? I do. Okay, let's talk about the skating stride. I want to break down the skating stride. You, my friend, had a beautiful skating stride. One of your strengths, one of your strengths was your skating and particularly getting straight line A to B, like very few people can beat you on, on those types of races. So as I think there's a couple different ways we can do this. Number one is we can actually talk about stride mechanics and things like that and what it could potentially look like, but also what are some things that you can do in the gym to help your skating stride as well? Ooh, love that. Great question. Uh, Thank you. I always tell, I always tell people this story because it just, you know, you got to get people to connect with why they're going to change a habit. That's just like, they don't even know what they have, which is like how you're currently skating. Um, after my, like my first practice with the P Bruins, uh, Mr. V Paul Vincent, like world renowned skating coach, skills coach, um, in the NHL, he brought me over and he was like, you know, you're really fast. He's like, but I, I can tell you like why you're off balance when you hit guys or like, sometimes, you know, you fall over and I'm like, yeah, why? And he's like, show me how you, I'm like, please. <laughs> he's like, show me how you throw a football. And I was like, what? He's like, show me how you throw a football. Like, show me the motion. And so like, I'm on the ice and I like, through a football pretended to he's like swing a tennis racket shoot the puck you know like throw a baseball like i did all these athletic movements and he's like what did they all have in common and i was like i don't know i'm stupid you're smart <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm not good looking you're very attractive, you're attractive. <laughs> and uh he's like your chest is up in all those movements and what I used to do is like, I would just like try to just like skate as powerfully as fast as I could. But in doing so, I would drop my chest down. Mm -hmm. And when you drop your chest down towards the ice, you're going to lift your feet up in the back, which is why all the guys I play with call me crazy legs. Cause I had like kind of a high kick, which you is kind of did now that yeah, I no, think terrible. about it. Yeah. My stride wasn't pretty, but it was, you know, I was able to make it work. Um, but, but, that made me lift my heels up higher, which would make me off balance or not as good a balance as I could be in off balance when I would go to hit guys. And I've noticed that a lot of young players do that too. And so I tell, that's the first thing I tell people is like, you know, show me how you do all these things. I do, do what Mr. V said. I tell him the story. And, and one thing that I did is I started trying to practice like my, when I would first get out there on the ice, you know, when everybody's skating around, just like the warm up laps. And I would like really try to pretend I was like sitting in a chair almost uncomfortably with my chest up. Um, and it did help me make my stride a little bit more efficient. I still had crazy legs, but it did make a big difference in my balance and my eyes were up. Yeah. And, and I think with your skating stride, like again, the lower you play, the more power you're going to have in, in, you know, what you're doing, whether you're skating, whether you're shooting, whether you're checking, whatever it is. 
but it's not getting low from your chest. It's getting low from your knee bend, right? So what Vex is talking about right now. So like if you're out there with a skating coach or you're out there with your coach and they're telling you to play low, play lower, get lower. That's, that's not like head down. <laughs> Cause that's another thing you do when you play with your chest down like that. you that means your head is going down too. And now you're not looking and scanning. <laughs> you're, you're looking at the ice or you're looking down at your stick. Yeah. And so knee bend and, and, and being low with your knee bend, it, it gives you more power and it also increases the stride length that you have. Like, think about this on the ice. Like if you have straight legs while you're on the ice and you try to take a stride back, you're going to go like three inches. Now bend your knees a little bit. That, that stride goes back a little bit more, bend your knees a little bit more. That stride goes back a little bit more and you want to have a long stride length. Right. And so the lower your knee bend is the, the longer the stride length is going to be at the end of the day. So I would encourage, like, if you're walking, even if you're walking right now, listening to this, like, think about it, like have your legs straight and see how far back you can go <laughs> with your, with your leg when it's straight and then bend your knees and see how much further you can go. So, yeah. And by the way, for those people that don't know who Paul Vincent is, he's like the OG skills guy, like yeah, the OG skills guy. And he has worked with so many NHL hockey players, so many NHL hockey teams, won Stanley Cups with the Chicago Blackhawks. Like, um, he's the man. So this stuff is old. Super, super knowledgeable. Yeah. And like, I'd been to so many skating coaches before that, and no one had ever made it click in five seconds like he did. Like, or two minutes. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that absolutely crazy? That is an unbelievable coach. Like, that forever changed. Like, it really changed how I played right away because I went from playing with my head down all the time to playing with my head up at least some of the time. So like it, it and, and I was more on balance, but um, w- when you're younger, I think something you should be working on with your stride is your, what do they call it? Uh, uh, like your when you're bringing it back, you know, so you stride out and pulling your feet back, like your recovery, the recovery yeah. portion of the stride, like too many players get lazy with that and don't bring their feet like all the way back and like drive their recovery leg forward. And when they're younger, you know, that's when you really see a difference when you teach players to like really focus on that recovery back and and driving out of the ice and forward. Um, And that little detail will help younger players get faster, quicker and start to learn how to, how to kind of add power into their stride, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. And at the end of the day, like you're talking about the railroad tracks, right? Like the the kids who don't bring their feet closer back together, they kind of just stay out there. And again, that is a short stride. Like when you're striding, you want that, like that mark on the ice to be pretty big. You want that mark on the ice to be pretty big by a long stride. And so if you don't bring your feet back to the appropriate way, then you're not going to get that, that long stride length. Right. Right. And, and to go to things that to work on it in the gym, uh, uh, you know, hold on. Can I say one thing before we get to the gym? I think the other thing, and this is not something that we learned, like this was never something that we learned, but I think just with like, we never heard of ankle flexion ever when we were younger. And now that's a big part of skating. That's a big part of what you do in the gym. Um, you know, like we used to have our socks, our our ankles taped so tightly and it's like the exact opposite now. And like at the end of your stride, you want to snap that toe at the end of the stride. You want to snap that toe and then bring it back into recover. And it just gives you a little extra oomph, a little extra that length. 
uh, as you kind of are going through that stride and like the way that I've kind of learned just from talking to a bunch of different hockey people. And there are much people much smarter than we are on the, on the stride, go to YouTube, yeah. oh, probably yeah. find some better, something better than this. But like what I talk about is like knee bend, toe snap recovery, knee bend, toe snap recovery. So I'm, go on with the bore fill. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's it's a great point. Snap that toe, like gives you gives you that extra pop right off the end there. Um, in the gym, like it's it's not just one thing. You got to work on speed, power, strength. Like sprinting off the ice will help with your fast twitch muscle fiber development. Unfortunately, hockey is so um, stride efficiency and effectiveness dependent, and it's not the same as the running stride, but it will still help. You should be short sprinting at least once a week uh building volume over the course of the off season uh i try i do sprinting on mondays and short sprints slash shuttles agility type of work reactionary stuff on thursdays throughout the off season with my guys um other things you can be working on is like using med like driving med balls into the wall like using your hips so like med ball throws to work on power through your hips um, lots of jumping, obviously knowing how, when, where, why, all that type of stuff you have to know, but lots of jumping and then lifting weights. And I think primarily lifting weights unilaterally makes way more sense in the off season. Bilaterally makes more sense in season. Unilaterally is one leg at a time. Think lunges, step ups, all t- things like that. Bilaterally would be more like a sumo squat or a front squat, things like that. Okay. We only have like 30 seconds left. So I'll make this really quick. What about flexibility? I always felt like when I was way more flexible in my hips, I was able to have a much longer skating stride. How important is flexibility? Well, it mobility, flexibility helps mobility. Mobility is the ability to control and ranges and load them. So mobility is huge. Get on my hip mobility program, gmbm.com. It's on there. (laughs) All right. Time's up. Share the show. Oh, plug. (laughs) 